0: hey before we get going with the podcast i wanted to quick talk to everybody about a couple of things that we've got going we in the past had talked about doing like t-shirts and different things for the podcast um but we just haven't ever gotten it put together but with all of the recent um things that have been going on with with the uh the pandemic um i had a good friend here locally in in yankton south dakota reach out to me and say you want to get these t-shirts going these were the this was the The company that we were looking to work with anyway but he's you know they're trying to to keep the lights on keep the keep Mm -hmm. the doors open keep all of their employees employed um and so we thought man it'd be a good time to to do a woodworkers podcast t-shirt so we're going to have those available um and we're going to do a link right guys yeah yeah what uh, we're talking about it's freaking exciting we're going to do a we're going to do a link in for woodworkers podcast on the on the instagram the woodworkers podcast instagram and and then i think the three of us are also going to do uh a, a swipe up thing in stories yeah I, kind of I have promote it go ahead Phil. yeah
1: promote it through our instagram pages too and that'd be good
0: yeah and we're going to do that we're going to do that to begin with and i think i think um in a couple of days we're also going to do Maybe our own shirt for our each individual. You know, Phil, Phil and Ramon, you guys are going to do one, and I'm going to I'm going to do one also. Basically, it's a you know it, it it's a way for us to kind of help support um, a local business here in here in Yankton, and um and you know we would we'll get a benefit out of it too. Right. So just wanted to um, how much are the t-shirts, you know, Ben? They're twenty dollars. The link will actually send you to our friends. Uh, website so it'll it'll direct you to easw uh, website or hereforgood605.com um, both of those are are i think they're redirects but that is fantastic
2: will... and they'll be the ones shipping out the product right the t-shirts
0: yeah they're doing they're doing the fulfillment they're doing everything and it's it's this kind of this idea that they've got to again try to keep, keep people people engaged yeah. yeah they've got about 14 15 people that are employed wow. with them and they want to keep them yeah. employed sure and keep them well, keep them working a so
1: really smart idea because like you said we've talked about t-shirts but for anyone that knows ordering t-shirts um you know it it, it can be
2: expensive it can you have to order a big yeah. so they're gonna these are gonna be made to order so the the shipping time might be a little bit longer than normal is that true
0: right it's gonna be about seven to ten business days to get Which to get the so it's they're gonna bad. they're gonna make them as they as they get them they're they're The ones that we had designed um, are a a gray shirt with the uh, Woodworkers Podcast emblem on the front. And you can order, I think it's any of the sizes from extra small through 4XL. So just just go on the link, plug in the information and you can get a t-shirt and it'll help support.
2: Yeah, when I post about me offering shirts they're going to have to hire more employees to keep up with the demand on
0: pretty sure well they'll, they'll make they'll make up for it by lack of chalkstone woodworking shirts so <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll all even out
1: <laughs> oh man that's great oh, that's anyway, cool yeah that is yeah. that's but really anyway, cool because it's going to help all of us out too and and even recently when i did plans i had so many people asking when are you going to get t-shirts and almost like pissed off demanding me to get t-shirts but it, it's expensive you know I have to drop about three mm-hmm. grand to get t-shirts up front and then they slowly sell um, so right now yeah. you know, uh, I, I'm not a, wanting to do that so this is this is this is good and it helps your buddy out um, and it, well it helps his, get a, his company an awesome out shirt. that's that's, awesome.
2: a, that's actually a good price for it a... yeah heck yeah
1: yeah
0: they're they're good you know? folks they're they're good friends great and um, and cool. they've got great people working for them and, and try to keep Try to keep folks yeah, employed. Keep, keep employed. So, okay. Awesome. Anyway. Cool, man. Well, before, so we wanted to say that before we got going on with the podcast, but uh, now here's the, the rest of the show. Well, hello, everybody. You're listening to the Woodworkers Podcast. I'm Ben Bruning. I got Ramon Valdez and Phil Morley again here this afternoon. How are you two fellas doing? Good, man. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Right on. Say, so, hey, we're going to quick mention it, and then we're probably not going to mention it um, again. Feelings going out to everybody on the, the COVID-19 the coronavirus you know we're all in this together um it's affecting everyone but uh, we kind of talked about it before and with the with the podcast we're just gonna we're gonna stick to woodworking stick to what we know instead of the conjecture of of all the all the unknowns right now so um <clears throat> ramon you've got the soji screen um the, the repair <laughs> yeah. these different things going on
2: how how's things yeah, going on this, in your this- end? The shoji screen, I just, well, when you see a throwback from me, it's because I don't have anything current on, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in the queue to post. So I thought, mm, I'll just do a throwback. <clears throat> but, yeah, that was an old, uh, I think I did that in 2016 maybe. Anyway, that shoji screen was, um, and um you know, you don't know what I'm talking about. You have to go to my Instagram page and go back a little bit and you'd see this mahogany and walnut shoji screen or room divider. And it was in um, a gallery in Santa Fe. And uh, about a year ago, my wife and I, well, my wife decided that she wanted that screen. So we went down there and got it.
1: <laughs> nice.
2: But um, it's made of, uh, you know, its so it's three panels, different heights. And there's four panels on each side of each screen. So for a total of 24 panels. So essentially they're just marquetry panels that are a sixteenth of an inch thick and then glued to, I believe some eighth inch Baltic. And then, you know, so there's a marquetry panel on each side of that Baltic. So it makes this picture. And I wanted this scene to look as if you were looking through a window. So it's cross divided and it kind of, this branch cascades down. One side of the shoji screen is in the spring season and the other side is in the fall season. Yeah, uh, Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh a lot of practice when i first learned to do marquetry and sand shading and all that jazz a lot of fun i initially it was really bright and colorful because i used especially on the fall side i did a lot of purples and oranges and ye- yellows and you know what i mean reds and but all natural all natural it, all natural yeah no right. dyed yeah and so purple I art and it, that yeah kind of and it was it was it was beautiful took it down to santa fe and their gallery is huge, Shadoni uh, Gallery down there. And um, they ended up putting it in this room, and it was kind of in a corner. It was kind of in a good spot because you could see both sides. Everything looked good. Well, we, we visited, um, well, when we went down to get it, they had put it in a room that had a big window and a skylight, and all, all it had patinaed. The, the mahogany had gotten really dark, and all those beautiful, vibrant, exotic colors had faded to this brown tone of what they once were. And it really upset me, but uh, the more I talked to it, and even Ben was telling me what I was telling him about it, he's like, it probably looks better that way, you know, just kind of muted a little bit, and um, I, I think you're right. The interesting not, thing is the hallway. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't so loud. Well,
0: it's also it's also natural, too. It's the fall, you know? I mean, that's what, that's what naturally happens. Things... Go That's from right. bright and colorful to muted. I mean, it's. I mean, there's there's beauty in the in the in, it, you know in its naturalness.
2: Yeah, the bright yellow leaves. What, what kind of finishes on it? That was lacquer. Lacquer, like yeah. like with a UV
1: so thing.
2: Pro, I think I used a water white lacquer for. Water white lacquer. Um, so it went amber, and then it had some. I don't remember the UV part. Right, Probably but I, mean, I know. I know. I know. But,
1: I know mean, the UV stuff doesn't stuff it; sure. it, it just slows
2: it. Slows it. The interesting thing about the holly, the holly is still really bright. I right, mean, it looks
0: it's crazy. Holly, it's, yeah. Some of the some of the woods, you know, well, the mahogany is like like cherry. That stuff just gets gets darker and richer. Right. Other stuff mm-hmm. all all tans out and fades out, you know. But there's, you know, ho- <clears throat> holly will stay white. You know, if 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 you use bloodwood in places, the bloodwood stays pretty red, um, but you know, like red heart or purple heart or any of
2: those, they all just kind of go tan.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a cool example of
2: that. <laughs> Somebody told me recently that they had heard that conversion varnish with a UV inhibitor. Works better to slow down that color change yeah. than lacquer. It still does it? But, I mean, that's, still, I think yeah, it still does. That's it. all that I use, do it. Um,
1: and and it still does it.
2: Yeah, it's all your walnut has turned brown. My walnut will be brown. Actually, walnut
1: <laughs> walnut goes
2: gold. It goes. It opposite. does this. I did this table. So you guys saw a recent post about this table like repair that I had done. Yeah, like, absolutely. So I guess it was like 2018. Sometime uh, the end of 2018, I had built this big old live edge slab table. It was perfect. <laughs> Delivered it. Customer <laughs> loved it. A little over a year later, they contacted me and said that it had developed this little sliver. a so little feather that I had raised up. And I went out to look at it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's that from? You know, just mother nature. She, she rejected this little, maybe three sixteenths wide and about an <clears> inch and, in, three eighths long, but they had snagged it and it had caught and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, can I can I put your your brand? Because he has this, you know, his logo. I said, like, can I put your brand right there as an inlay? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that would be okay. Unless you could do something else. So I took it and um you're right, that walnut was kind of um ambered, kind of I wouldn't say orange, but it wasn't right. what it looks like when it's raw. Right. And of course I stripped the entire thing. And then I did a Dutchman's repair. So for the listeners, a Dutchman's repair is like this U shape. It's kind of like an upside down U. It comes in from an edge usually. And it's you're fitting three sides. Well, a long time ago when I was doing a lot of surface, uh, solid surface, we were doing repairs. And sometimes solid surface or like Corian countertops would crack on the inside corners. Or sometimes from an edge and it was usually from heat people would put a coffee maker or something and that material will ex- you know expand and it would crack and so we would go in and um, make these templates that were like this uh, an upside down U, you would attach it to the countertop and you'd route that bad part out and so you're essentially fitting three sides and as over the course of doing this I learned that I could make a u-shape but make the sides not parallel make them slightly open and so as you're fitting a piece, it it has to get tighter and tighter, right? So it's it's easier than fitting three sides. You're still fitting three sides, but since the sides of the U-shape are open, it's getting tighter as you draw it in. Makes sense, Makes right? Sense. Yeah, and then uh, it went from that to where I noticed that some cracks, I could mm-hmm. just do a V-shape. So essentially, now I'm, you know, like an upside-down V, and now you're only fitting two sides. Fantastic. So and then did that you- works – Go ahead.
0: Did you serrate those edges too a little bit?
2: Yeah. And now I was going to say that on the V-shape, that works great with straight sides for like solid surface. But on wood, I didn't want any straight lines. You know, straight lines in nature doesn't work very well. Yeah? yeah. So I made these little scallops, just kind of irregular, asymmetrical. And um, so, so this is like this isosceles triangle. So it's kind of sharp. And it just matched with the way the grain was coming. I got lucky that the grain yeah, kinda it, had that I, v I shape. Things, yeah. And like so fingers. yeah. I just used an inlay kit and, and made this piece, cut that out with, you know, using the template. It was about uh three thirty seconds deep. And then made another piece, cut another one on the board and then sliced that on a bandsaw so I'd have a, a an inlay or a you know, the repair piece and um fit it in and when you tap it in from the edge it just gets tighter and tighter so yeah nice it um it came out fantastic yeah it turned out really well i don't, um, I I don't that... know
1: what that is i've seen that happen though like where on the annual rings it's that's where it was it's yeah, kind of yeah like a it, separation it, it follows the annual rings and it just pops it, off yeah it's like it usually
2: was... i've seen that on the the piff that board was like that and i i remember when i was building that table i was going to flip that board the other way but the grain looked better right, it right. up sure and boy that was a that was a lesson so it's like a, it's <laughs> it's a, like
0: a shake it's like a shake isn't it i mean it's a shake yeah it's grain yeah. like yeah. yeah.
1: the grain,
0: the, grain of the cathedral is letting loose that, at the, yeah tip, you just paid it, it off
1: shakes like an yep. onion just like comes apart you can it's yep. like a perfect
2: separation right and the owner was really shocked he, you know, said, he said man this thing was perfect when he brought it and he says how did that happen I'm like you know what I'm surprised that that did that and I'm also surprised that I didn't hear that when I was sandy because You know, you would hear that as you go across it; it would sound loose, yeah, Yeah, like a kind of hollow or like a
0: loose piece of veneer. You Uh, can hear it; it's got
2: that tick, uh,
0: tick sound to it. Did
2: not, but anyway. Well, it was nice. One thing I did notice about the conversion varnish, because that was that was finished with conversion varnish, it was it was a bit of a bear to get off. It didn't come off like lacquer. I I ended up scraping the entire table with a card scraper, and so the first pass went over the whole thing and it was just white, just sheets of white conversion varnish about two inches wide just coming off, right? I thought, oh, this is gonna come, this is great. And so I did that and then I started, I scraped again. I'm like, oh, there's there's more on there. So the first pass, I probably only got like maybe half of the mill thickness. Second pass, it's mostly white, had a little bit of brown here and there from the walnut. And then I did a third pass where I got down to raw wood which i got the majority of the conversion varnish off and then i hit it with a belt sander with 180 grit or 120 grit and then i hit it with the festool ets six inch sander da thing with um oh i used that orange maverick abrasives and oh, that stuff looks really like pretty good the
1: orange stuff I like
2: it, 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 it does and i that was 120 grit as well and then i and then i just went to a hand block hand sand with the grain with a 180 a and. Um, scuffed the edges a little bit and shot it with my this with some some more uh conversion some more conversion varnish and that's that, yep. that discussion we've had
1: multiple times right like conversion varnish is great because it's very durable but once you have a problem
2: it's not so great it's not you can't touch it up i, yeah, I feel better that i actually had a problem and now i had actually this is the second time i, I did i had a table that um fell over and dented an edge i had to repair the edge and then remove the conversion varnish yeah and, and that was actually on veneer so yeah. that was you know you can't sand a lot on that but because yeah. it was commercial veneer right, so right, but yeah. it, it it comes off it's, but it's not that
0: yeah it's not the end of the world no. and it it's is not it's also a good a good lesson in the best place for conversion varnish is like the tabletop or like the large flat surfaces and if you if you can intermix you know so if you can do conversion varnish on where where it's needed and then maybe you know if you're if you are worried about some of that you know the the repairability you can use something that is is easily more easily repaired on the on the rest of the table where you don't have you know you're not going to be setting like drinks cups of Mm -hmm. water a plant
2: um all the things that end up You know, causing problems with. I had never thought of that until you mentioned it, but it does make sense because lacquer is easier to repair. So, you know, you can finish just the top surface, like you're saying, with conversion varnish, and do the rest with a, a similar sheen or the same sheen, and it it looks the same.
0: But well, yet it's you can, uh, it's easier. easier to repair. It's also yeah.
2: it's also easier in that you know, like you have
0: like different things that you're not mixing a catalyst. You're just putting it into the putting it into the gun and spraying it, um, mm-hmm. and then whatever is left you're over, you're not you mixing just dump. a
1: catalyst. You you no, on the convert
0: no on the conversion varnish you are mixing the catalyst. Same I'm with saying, lacquer, right? No, you can have like you can have just straight lacquer. Oh, so you don't have the can pre-cat stuff or you you can have pre-cat but that's already the catalyst is already in it you know post-cat is you're you're having to mix a catalyst in with with the lacquer right um you know pre-cat already has it in there it's just shellac i mean there's all kinds of different finishes that you can use on areas that aren't necessarily you don't necessarily need the durability just the use conversion, conversion varnish on all of yeah, it yeah I, oh. I know but <laughs> i think i think the best the best thing about about ramon about your example here is that it's not the end of the world no it's you, not you it's were not. able to do the repair and you were able to yeah. You yeah. know and even last, though it was so, conversion varnish and, yeah. and fix it
2: well i, yeah, had, I actually was, I was dreading happening. it but it it was it went it went great well, but how I, about
0: I, how about this though the the that conversion varnish this is a this is a dining table right Mm -hmm. so aside from where that would lift it up what about the rest of the dining table after like three
2: years two years i'm glad you mentioned that first of all it was really interesting to me because when i started looking at it it was still super flat it was straight and flat in length and in width and you know those u-shaped channels that people are putting on the bottom of slabs Uh, they route those in and they have they have elongated holes and all that jazz i didn't i didn't do that i don't it was i guess stable enough the joints were were beautiful i i mean i i ran those through the jointer and then i hit them with a hand plane so they were great perfect
1: yeah.
2: uh and the conversion varnish and these people have kids and that thing still looked new it had two little scratches yeah. those about an inch long from whatever and those came out of course but i was but they were no impressed there were no water rings there were no Uh,
0: nothing none of that business zero
1: well we have i mean i got four rowdy kids and you know we have (laughs) two tables that have conversion varnish both our tables and then we have a coffee table that has some kind of an oil finish that coffee table we brought it was someone that uh, uh, basically upcycled, not upcycle, but restored old Danish furniture. So we brought that piece and it looks fantastic. You look at it now, it looks like crap. <laughs> I'm like, oh <laughs> my God. Like the kids spill water, the cats snuck over <laughs> shit. And then our conversion varnish tables, I've literally came in like hours later and there's probably been water spilled for like a day on the damn top and I'm like son of a gun you know I wipe it off and you can feel it the grain's a little bit raised because I remember being like well I guess that's the limit right it's, you can't leave it there for a whole freaking day but then I came back in about an hour and it was you couldn't tell and so it was just awesome. amazing yeah
2: kids are a great test oh I mean, my goodness you know what I mean give a kid an anvil and you do break hey, it with a rubber mallet
1: <laughs> they are I'll tell you what but I had to I did have to sand down I guess twice an hour uh, a conversion varnish, and the last piece was I had a table. I did it for article. I put it up for sale on IG. This lady said, "I'll take it." Why is it discounted? I told her it's got a scratch in the top, and she, you know, she's like, "I'll pay you to." Fixed the top, and I was like, "Ah, crap!" But it wasn't bad. I just sanded it <laughs> I, for my, for that. I didn't have to scrape, but I didn't put a real heavy coat anyway, so it's just sanded it. So you and sprayed? You did.
2: You just sanded it yeah. off. Did you sand it all the way? No, to, no, I didn't you have, have, you have to, have to sand, sand it all it. off.
1: Yeah, I didn't have to go all the way to yeah. work because it wasn't a yeah. that deep of a repair. Right, it's just some scratches, some surface scratches. But sure, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's
0: it's not. It's not easily repaired, no. but it is. Re- it, you you can repair it, but it's not easily damaged either. So you don't need to repair it very often. So it, now,
1: now is probably a good time to talk about our new sponsor, Sherman Williams. I <laughs> <laughs> <That> was <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I wish. I, I got
2: I got to mention something that was I thought was really cool. So when the guy contacted me, I went out there right away because I was I was upset that it. He sent me a picture and actually the photo that he sent me it looked worse than it was but when I got out there I said you know what I'm going to take care of this no charge I said just be patient I got a lot going on right now I'll get to it when I can so he they were they were cool with it they put a piece of scotch tape over yeah, it to that. so it wouldn't get worse which the scotch tape was hard to get off Yeah no kidding <laughs> No but uh when I took delivered to him first he was just amazed at the repair and then I was leaving, and and he says, "You know what?" He goes, "I I gotta pay you," and um, I said, "You know what? It was no fault of your, of, you know, it wasn't your fault at all." And I I warranty my work for life, not the life of the table, my life, <laughs> as long as I'm alive. And he's just insisted and actually gave me a very substantial
1: That's amount, cool. and
2: I actually only took half. I said, "I can't, I can't." So. I took half and he was like just thrilled he goes man you have a customer for life he goes yeah we've got some other stuff yeah. that we're going to be wanting yeah and so treat
1: customers right you're not in cool. it for
2: one job that's how i've always looked at it
1: it's like why would you get pissed off and treat them like crap you'll never have a client you know work from that customer again sure that's right yep. so it all
2: worked out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a cool
0: it was a cool repair and then did you end up turning that table around so it was on the other end then too <laughs> <I> <laughs> did
1: you flip it over? Back said, wait oh it wait he just flipped it over he didn't do shit I,
2: actually when i backed up to his house he he opened my trailer doors and he's looking at it. and he's like wow where's the it looks looks great i'm like that's the other end <laughs> <laughs> and then when he saw the real end he's like what that's yeah cool. so yeah. that's cool i bet, I bet and you were there with a pencil showing him look
1: yeah look you <laughs> see right here there it is it, it, yeah <laughs> and
2: then i ended up it was a long video of the repair and so i ended up putting the video on my oh you did youtube channel my inactive on your U- oh yeah you oh i saw it, that and i was like yeah God, he's got a youtube channel I have had one. It was like three years or four years ago you did a post. Five. Five. I've never been like, damn. (laughs) Some guy says, man, he goes, I subscribe to your YouTube channel. So he says, I'll wait another five years for your next video. I
1: thought that was bad. That's way worse than me.
2: (laughs) But I ended up recording the whole thing in in the wrong format. And then when I loaded it, I'm like, oh, crap. I forgot about the landscape thing. But I would like to do more. Uh, YouTube videos. So I, I've actually asked a few people that DM'd me um, some topics that they might be interested in. So I'm certainly not going to be content creator posting every week, yeah, but yeah. I'll start putting some uh, videos from just a few requests that I've gotten over the years. Yeah. Um, yeah for longer videos. Yeah, every now so. and then,
1: see what happens. You know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I make forty dollars so. a month, sixty dollars a month from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than yeah that. well actually that's funny great. enough it's Carmen told me that the other day she's like you know you've you've gone up like I don't know what it is 12,000 or something and I haven't done anything it's just kind of funny it's like, I'm sure people go on there like oh he's got a YouTube channel and it's like oh when's he gonna put a video up <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a lot of work I have one video on there well there's some other ones but I initially started that YouTube channel because I had joined this there was this festool contest for something i don't remember what it was and it had to be in youtube video you know so that's why i, I started, started. started. Okay. so my other videos are like these short you know just a few minutes long i'm talking about the Festool domino cool. and so i ended up winning this tool, apron and a little sustainer what check you out dog. <laughs> five years ago, <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. Uh, i remember at the beginning so... of
1: all this instagram stuff you know it's like you know post this or tag this or say that and you you might win a free something something i remember winning a oh you got one ramon <laughs> the watch oh Oh, the wood. I got two of them. <laughs> the wood watch. Yeah, I got uh, two of them. Yod, Yod watch or something like that. Uh, Yod, Yod. Yep. Yeah, I remember seeing that and being like, "Oh God."
2: Nothing. <laughs> I love that, I, I, I I that thing. My wife wears hers. Nothing got my one broke in like a week. <laughs> yeah, they're wood. The wood. wood moves. Why
1: not hit it? I mean, I you know, I I. I caught it on something, and right there, the little pins. They're
2: not supposed to use it in the shops. Snap! Feeling.
1: Well, I know, right? I was like, it's a
2: woodworking watch. Like, oh, it's not dancing. a woodworking watch. It's a wood watch. Dancing
1: in the clubs, you know. No.
2: <laughs> wow. like and nobody cares when you're out in public that, like, oh, that's a cool wood wood. wood well, I got the watch. ebony one, and so no one
1: even knew. This, you know, <laughs> no one, I was like, it's wood. Like oh, for this metal. <laughs> Anyhow.
0: Leaves a nice stain on your arm when you sweat. Right. <laughs> well, right on. Yeah. What do you got going on, Phil?
1: You don't want to know. What do you got?
0: Oh, you, I, see your, <laughs> I see your what? You're hiding your kids in the wall now? Is I that am, what you're doing? i
1: my kids in the wall. Well, yeah, so I actually have to – I'm looking back through my feet to see what I've
2: been doing. It's, it's all – I was wondering why there was a lock on the outside <laughs> of that picture. It's all, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all a blur. Um, yeah
1: just finishing up again finishing up some jobs I have some jobs ready to ready to ship out as soon as people pay me i'll do that and then um got to get ready to move on to some rocking chairs so things have definitely changed in the last month for me uh shifting jobs around but grateful uh i have some really good clients like the one you just uh made sure you have for life ramon by treating treating them right so Got some good clients that are moving forward with some jobs uh, ahead of schedule. Um, So the chairs will be next. But this weekend... Oh, also the hinges. I haven't actually got them in hand yet, but I got the hinges from... uh, Is it Jenny? Jenny Bauer, yeah. Jenny Bauer. She's amazing. Yeah, she does some really cool um, hand... uh, Is it called cold chisel carving? I'm not sure even what it's called, but she engraves different metals. So she engraved... Some of these uh, hinges I got that were I brought them as blank hinges, which not many companies sell anymore, unfortunately, but I found a company um, bowl and bowl. I didn't find them. Someone mentioned it to me um, and managed to get some blank hinges so that I could customize them. so I had to cut them down in length and width um, and then re-drill, you know not redrill, but drill the holes so that they were offset. Um, so they could go on a mitered door and i thought about getting them engraved and i messed about doing some stuff on the cnc and didn't like the look um and then ben was actually the one that was like you you should just oh, out we were talking and I, I mentioned jenny had been doing stuff for other makers and and this job i was kind of like "Ah, eh, i don't really have the money in this job necessarily i just need to get it done and ben was like this would be a great time to to give it a go. So I'm really glad I did. She she did an amazing job. So there, there's some pictures on my IG of that. She did some like circles and, and made a border around it. So you open the door and it's like, bam, you see this like cool pattern on the hinges. Um, so that that worked out well. Looking forward to get that job Yeah, finished. it's cool to
0: have a collaboration, you know, to bring, bring somebody oh, yeah. else in on something just for, you know, not to, yeah not, not to overpower the piece, but just add
2: add a, just a little something, you know, uh, add, adds a add, point add of a interest. To
1: it, little,
2: yeah, yeah, little. that was cool. And she stays pretty busy, so she was able to squeeze you in. Yeah, she to she, get those.
1: She did, yeah, she, you know, she, yeah, she did. She's
2: made a couple of um, emblems for me. Uh, one on brass, one on copper. And nice. I I love that work that she does because it's you know you tell people that it's handmade, and they're like, what? If you look at it close, you can see how she goes like deeper, and then she yeah. like feathers it out. I mean, it's yeah, it's a crazy skill it's, she has. There's a, it's lot of a depth pretty cool it. craft.
1: Yeah, it's really, really cool to see that. Um, but yeah, so I thought, you know, people asked me about the idea of that, and you know, I remember when I was a joiner in London, a lot of the, the hinges would have engraving on them, you know, a lot of these <laughs> older homes and stuff. And I just remember thinking that's such a cool thing so what kind of um patterns did they use like oh crazy patterns, just different it, stuff way way more than i would ever want to do but it was very victorian you know a lot of sc- oh, okay. scrolling and sure yeah mm-hmm. just filigree or whatever you call that. <clears throat> yeah all over all over it very gully, well it'd be well it, cool yeah they'd be
0: cast into it a lot of those were also they were yeah cast. i loved
1: work well i worked i worked on a house where they were all handing oh wow every single yeah every
2: single freaking by Jenny. No, by chance. <laughs> but um, and, and it was that's a, pretty cool. That's when there was, you know, people took pride in the craftsmanship. I mean, that gets. Can you imagine that now in a big custom oh, house? Oh god, god would be a custom fortune.
1: Like... <laughs> well, and, I, and I, I gotta imagine that that's how it started, and then it became a cast thing, right? Where they casted it into these hinges and stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, really amazing work. Um, but also, I've got some. Uh, kind of okay marquetry back from another guy that will go into this piece too um maybe what was okay about it he got it done
2: on, in time and it looked awesome and it was seamless I noticed there was a
1: patch job he did
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it was invisible it was invisible
1: it's all patchwork um it's know- all yeah the whole thing's a patch Ramon did some marquetry for me um And of course, just amazing. Uh, Yeah, it came out really, really nice. Uh, Kind of blows my mind seeing seeing both of these two different crafts, you know. So it's kind of fun having a piece that I can have other people do work on it to kind of elevate it, uh, which is super cool. And something I've always wanted to to get to that point
2: where I can do that with other craftspeople. Um, Funny thing about marquetry is I don't get to see it pop um, yeah, right. Do you put any additional alcohol on it just
1: to get a little I, look?
2: Yeah, I, I do. But I mean, it flashes off really quick and yeah. I can't stare can't at it. For it <laughs> can't get a photograph. Can't put it on Especially the ground. in the summer. Like, uh, yeah, you should just so, put some anyway. lacquer over
1: it and then just sand it back down.
2: <laughs> I should have just finished it should you. should have finished it for me. me. to charge
1: more. Right? <laughs> you haven't been paid for what you've Conversion done yet, yeah, <laughs> But, um... What else? Um, Obviously, there's no teaching, right? So I have more time Mm, in the shop. (laughs) Bummer. A lot of teaching gigs have been canceled too. Um, But I'm working on some more plans. Uh, I'm trying to kind of push that a little bit. And um, yeah, also my kids. So my kids, we did that uh, bedroom, which is totally crazy. But my wife's been, not bugging me, but my wife, you know, she's like, Hey, you know, there's two bedrooms. So my my house is pretty small, and there's I have four kids, and the the girls are in one bedroom, the boys are in the other bedroom. And both bedrooms are pretty small, and so they're getting older, right? So it starts to get to the still where it's like they're all wanting their little space and stuff. And I'm very much from the point of view that they don't need their own space. Uh, the girls can have the girls' room, the boys have the boys' room, but in between the rooms, each room has two closets, which is really weird. It's just a very strange. They're both tiny closets but they have two closets on each room. And between the two rooms it's separated by two closets. So one, you know, if you're looking at a a bird's eye view, it's like you look down and it's like one closet opens up to one room, the other closet opens up to the the other room. While we just broke down the wall in between them and the other wall actually leads into the hallway. And so we end up cutting a (laughs) hole. in the hallway and i i I did casing cased it framed it and then made this uh, oil painting we had that had a big guardy frame on it my wife said how about we do that as (laughs) i bet they love it and so we made it a secret (laughs) oh my goodness yeah And so underneath so the bed is about i don't know 34 40 inches maybe off the ground and so underneath from one room It's going to have a split door, and so the top half will open up. So he could he could open up, and it'd be his bedroom, right? That that little closet we just did. The bottom half would open up, and it's a secret (laughs) tunnel. Um, And because in there, in there, in one of the bedrooms, already made their beds with secret tunnels and stuff that come out different places. And so now we just connected it all together. So. Yeah, that's what we did this week this weekend. I was like, this is a bad idea. Like kids we already have a hard time getting the kids to stay in their bed now they're secretly going into each other's rooms. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh. And now everybody wants a secret sure. closet bedroom Harry, Harry You need had to incorporate star, some magnets. You Because know? <laughs> you don't Oh yeah, I I did. It has a mag <laughs> it has a magnet latch and then I have one I have one magnetic what I've got oh, yeah, no. the cards where you just you wipe you swipe the card by it and it opens, and so my son wants <laughs> me to put that in,
2: so I'm he can like, have the card. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna yeah. So he can. I'm like, you're gonna lose With that. With your card. sister in their are trapped. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know. Jeez. I don't know what happened to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's pretty cool. They yeah. It's it was a it was a fun project to do and and you know something a little bit different even though you know with all this crap going on you know we're always like well nothing changed for me i'm i'm except for teaching but i work from home and we homeschool our family but you kind of don't realize how much stuff you actually do even homeschooling you know and, and all and everything's been canceled so now they're really stuck at home so mm. they're kind of driving us a little bit crazy so yeah we're like let's do a family project. <laughs> yeah let's do a family family project that hides you <laughs> oh I know we're like how about it hides me and your mom how about that uh, we could take turns <laughs> hiding too cool but, yeah Yeah. we could take turns hiding yeah pretty cool though I opened it up last night he's in there reading his book he's all happy as a clown yeah. man. It's that super is cool. cool
0: it's fun to fun to be able to do some of those things you know he's, yeah
1: and I don't know if we spoke did did we already speak about the canoeing trip? I can't remember when we did the last I, I don't know. We didn't see so we haven't so, talked no. about the
0: canoe
1: trip. Yeah, so that happened too. So some some kind of really fun family type moments. Or at least I mean this was with just my son with the Boy Scouts, but we did so you were gone for five it was over spring break. We went for five days. In total we did thirty <laughs> hours awful. of canoeing. Um, and it was nuts. It was insane. insane. It, it, there needs to be a movie on this troop. Like, I just, I'm not that heavily involved with the Boy Scouts. A lot of people are like, oh, that's great. You're scout lead. I'm like, no, no, no. I show up and try to be involved with some of these trips with my son because I know it's important to do. My wife is the one that takes them to the meets and stuff, Um, you know, whilst I work. But it's it's just it's crazy like 20 kids and the, we've done some training and we did some smaller trips to lead up to this but then it's like okay we're going to be just paddling for eight hours straight you know wind blowing against us then we're going to hit rapids we're going to tip we're going to lose all our crap it's freezing cold it's rainy it it was nuts but so much fun my my son in the first probably 30 minutes we we capsized and it was pretty bad it was, it was kind of scary and he was done he was just crying and ready to go home so for about 3 more hours he was just crying and then I'm there going well this is fun you know I'm glad I'm doing this with you um in my mind but then after we ate he kind of pulled it together and just had to get over the initial shock um And then we had a he had a blast and he did it. I was so proud of him. We capsized again, and he was fine. (sighs) Great learning experience
2: for him. It's just it's
1: gonna happen. He's never. Oh yeah, it it, this this troop is just they're amazing. They are out of New Brunswick, so we actually travel to go there because they're just that good. They really they do a lot. They go above and beyond. So yeah, so I feel very privileged that I could do that. my, my father could never really do any of that kind of stuff with me. And so it's always easy to be like, well, I've got work to do. But I was like, you know what? Five days, I can't do a whole lot in five days anyway. So whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's a good
0: experience. a <clears throat> good experience to be able to yeah. be able to spend time with you, you know. Your, your, your boy that's, does. That's yeah, yeah, boy's a cool fun, thing. Like, ben? Uh, yeah, my oldest boy oldest? Is, is involved in the scouts. Is he a, He's, an eagle? What is he? He's... He's um life, so he's like one one away from oh, okay. eagle. I, again, right. I'm I'm not the, I'm I'm, I'm right. I'm the same I, way. My wife yeah. is 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 much more involved in it. Um, right, takes them to the all right, the stuff right. And whatnot. It's just it's um. Yeah. I I was not ever in the, the Cub Scout or Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts, but um, but my yeah. son is involved in it and enjoys it. And man, that's, that's what, yeah. that's what we're that's all cool. about. We're all about, you know, find some things that you guys are interested in and yeah. get some experiences, see some different things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah all three of my kids, are wow, awesome. scout too. Like, and, and it's so cool that the same trip I'm mm-hmm. going to get to experience with my daughter. And, and actually when that comes around, cause like me asking about Eagle, I don't even know what they are like is she a bear or yeah. a lion i don't even know what the heck it is but she's not old enough yet for these trips but what's really cool is me and my wife can both go to that next one um when she's old enough and that's that's going to yeah. be kind of awesome yeah, there's a
0: lot of cool things so, about it yeah um yeah well i think now would be probably a good time to do
2: you? the the sponsorship thing uh, remote. Yeah, you bet. You <laughs> <shame> <laughs> with so this <laughs> Woodworks podcast is brought to you by Maverick Abrasives, your one-stop shop for all your abrasive needs. They have sanding belts, tons of different length, width, and grit sizes. They also carry <clears throat> sanding discs. Huge selection there as well with grit sizes, disc sizes, and hole patterns, including the Festool hole pattern. They also have 9, nine by 11 sheet sandpaper, Drum sander rolls, wide belts, narrow belts. Yep, all of that. They offer fantastic prices and free shipping on orders of 200 bucks or more. They're on Instagram at Maverick Abrasives and on the web, maverickabrasives.com. Abrasives for metalworking and in the woodworking shop. Maverick Abrasives from our shop to yours. Yep. Right
0: on. Yeah, I was just using one of their orange discs yeah, I like that orange, on the, that uh, orange
2: stuff, man. Yeah. It was, Works it was, good. It great. Good stuff. Right.
0: Yeah, I was I was sanding the um, oh your table oh those those false breadboard ends on that table that that I've been limping along here for way too long in different different forms. The breadboards
2: so, are false um, are are real. The table is false.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they're real real
2: breadboards, and
0: then the table is right. is uh, faux fo- is veneered. I think yeah, that's fo- fantastic. Fo- that's
2: kind of a cool uh, way to do that. Very stable.
0: Yeah, real stable and it covers up that end grain. You know, the using the dominoes on the end. You know, you you get the luxury of being able to glue that Solid, thing on rigid. Yeah. It worked right. worked really well. And that clamping strategy of using the domino and using those Craig Jig oh, yeah, that was um clamps. That awesome. that worked out really, really well. Um so the, the top surface, you know, I could just DA sand that and get everything flush. The bottom, I did run it just a little bit a little bit wild not not like crazy but made sure that i had enough at the uh, where the breadboard met the met the table make sure that that was proud so i wasn't you know i'm not sanding into the mm-hmm. thing here um it, un- until i finally get flushed right. up but um yeah that's and then what I was, the way you I clamped those on
2: was um it looked maybe to the untrained eye and you might want to explain this a little bit but how you really set up um some clamping cowls and the spacers and all that.
0: Yeah, that was just, you know, basically I created something to clamp against with those those
2: she, I she didn't well, have long enough clamps. Yeah, this, this that huge. table's
0: hundred and four inches long. But not only that, it, you right. would have to have, you know, you have to have clamps on the top and the bottom. And I didn't want to have the clamps point. running yeah. across the bottom. That thing's such so heavy to to deal with those clamps and it it was just Right. It was a lot easier to hang that thing off the edge of the of the work table and just create those pieces on the top and bottom with some uh, some sticky backed sanding discs on it to give it a little bit of grip mm-hmm. and clamp those things in place and then and yeah. then that little clamping call on the on the end so that I could pull straight with some of those Bessie clamps. It worked and great. spacers you to know, keep just to, the
2: two took... clamps parallel. Same as right. the yeah. as the, plywood, the plywood thing that had the Sandpaper on it, the plywood.
0: Yeah, it was just a, it's a, a simple too, system. Yeah, yeah not nope. simple Stumbling. system to process. It's pretty simple, but it took a little bit to kind of come up with that. Like, all right, how am I gonna? How am I get gonna there, figure this out? Know. How
2: do I get these things clamped on here? It's so worth you it to plan that though to plan the yeah. clamping strategy rather rather yeah, than spreading kinda, the glue and then running for your clamps. Oh jeez,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I used and I used some like, thickened, uh, some thickened epoxy on that also which you know that's a a trick that i've used for a long time you know it just gives you that long open time and it's got um gap filling qualities so you know those the dominoes fit you know they they fit in there um i can sand those dominoes just a little bit so that they've got a friction fit so that they're not so hard to to shove
2: in and then you you Um, want to mention how the thickener also helps where it the glue meets the end grain of the veneer yeah that was that was
0: probably the main reason for for adding the thickener to it was was so that it it just um what it increased it increased the a viscosity of, of it right? yeah so it, it thickened it thickened it right. so it won't wick you know so that yeah it doesn't wick up that end grain that is what the table is you know the, right. the end grain thinks it's water right. and wants to suck it up and, and then you get a, a dark line where it's you know where it's sucked into the into the ingrain, in.
2: um,
0: and I did use a I did use a pigment which was a that's a systems three that stuff works really well you just need just a little bit on the end of a um, tongue depressor you know to mix it up and it turns it all that that happened to be brown to to add the pigment to it because otherwise when you add the thickener to the epoxy it's kind of a kind of a cream colored I suppose mm.
2: just
0: kind of kind of white so you had to get it when back you add that. kind of a little bit
2: more so, natural
0: yeah so so get it to a brown and then and then you know if there's so that that line where the ingrain grain is meeting the um uh the the breadboard you know the the, the long grain, the long grain um, yeah. it's it, it's a it's somewhat of it's a dark line Instead of it being, you know, what you really don't want is you don't want something that's lighter, you know, <laughs> right. where it where it's gonna stand up at you. You know, anything that's anything that's lighter in color is gonna come towards you, and darker is gonna go away from you. So,
1: did you break that did, edge at all?
0: I didn't break it.
1: Uh, I left, I left it, it. I left it flush, it and it's flush. coming
0: out. So when they when I'm smoothing everything up, I thought about breaking it, but man, it's it's a it's a dining room. You know, it's a kitchen tabletop. I don't like I don't like those. Uh, Crumb catchers, um, and
1: it you know, and that was, right. and it's and it it will just yeah. over time not be smush, right. and that's yeah. okay,
0: and that's that's part of it, you know. I don't know, right. but the client, you know, the table that that they are that I'm replacing, you know, they're keeping this base, but I'm replacing the top, and it had all these lines and veneer that were all mm-hmm. that all those where the kind of creates a geometric pattern on top of the top and those were all broken. And she really did not like that. She Mm. wanted flat. She didn't want anything. She was tired of like vacuuming her table. (laughs) (laughs) And then also that was areas that, that those were the areas that were lifting up, you know, it was a commercial made table. So it had commercial veneer on it and moisture gets in there. Yeah. As soon as you wipe across it, it, that. That right, it sits in that captures. sits in that little groove. Right, so so that was the so that was the reasoning for for making it flush. Here's a
2: question: So on a table like that, so the the table, the main part of the table is a a substrate that you created, and you and then your your veneer, and then the breadboard is solid wood. And and I'm I don't remember was that an inch and a half thick about the breadboard?
0: The, yeah, the it ends the up table? being about.
2: But It's about one in five-eighths, okay. a little bit so more. So do high. you think um, that will shrink a little bit? Well, I mean, maybe it'll expand as well, but do you think it'll move in mm-hmm. height? I know it's going to be negligible, but it's going to be, it, 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 there'll be, yeah, it will. well,
0: I I don't, I'm sure that will move, but also, you know, the, you know, it's it's an eight-quarter breadboard that got put on mm-hmm. there. Um, that you know, it's one in f- whatever a little over one in five eighths. Well, that's
1: that's gonna, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's gonna that
0: move. Not, yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: yeah, because there are things you'll feel it. It won't crack. A You'll just feel mm-hmm. like it's yeah, yeah. Just like my dining tables, where the aprons flush to the outside of the leg. Yeah, you can you can feel it on all of them now. You know, and and that's why like people that's the first thing people want to bring up they're like well you know good furniture design you should always have a break you know between the blah 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 it's like i am aware that this will move Mm -hmm. but it's not Mm -hmm. enough that well it's it's also function
0: you know you know i don't necessarily yeah it's a design
1: i wanted you know on yours it's function for me it was totally design it was i did not want to step the aprons back i wanted it all to blend together um, and a few thousands. That it's the, moved? Those are the
2: keywords right there. It's because, the few thousands.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not a and lot some, at all. And, it's, it really isn't.
2: And on yours, like you and said, and it's sometimes of the year everything. it's it's dead flush, so it's kind of like a clock that's broken. Yeah, <laughs> right. it just,
1: And it's it's all right. it's
0: also <laughs> um, you know the entire thing is glued in place also, which um, right. will help right. hold it somewhat. Also, I mean, it's it we all know that adhesive doesn't doesn't over does not over think with the, the, the epoxy movement.
2: it might be interesting to see what it does it might you, you know that breadboard and could expand everywhere except where the joint is because it's so slight does yeah. that make sense the, the well, glue could hold yeah, it right yeah. there I, I don't know we'll see it's we'll it's see n- it was the negligible anything, it was the, anyway yeah
0: and it was the choice it was the choice that yeah. i made with it and um you know time will tell how everything works mm-hmm. um so <laughs> but uh, but yeah it's going well uh get the thing done get it sprayed get it out of the shop move on to the on to the next projects so i've got a couple yes. other things in the works that i'm hoping to hoping to work on and i've been you know people are probably wondering well what the what the hell you've been working on that table forever you know um what else have you been doing i, I i've been this is not woodworking related but i've been running for the local city council uh, so doing a campaign for locally here a community service kind of deal um to to be a city commissioner for our local nice. community here in yankton that's the other stuff i've been doing but that can we, takes me clear and, yeah, and and well driving the bus except for they they called school off Training. And everything, you know so that doesn't really pan out Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that a great idea until, a you know i think I, I think i drove twice and then and then they called school I was like oh well it'll be it'll be there when when things come back to normal you
1: know when you
0: and then and then yeah this this city commission thing with everything that's going on everything's up in everything's up in the air and so but you just like like we said before you just got to roll with the roll with it everybody's in can we talk about
2: the little show that you did
0: no with the the which 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 one are we talking
2: uh with the panda router
0: with the pen, oh, with the Stan and, Houston, and then your
2: idea for the oh I
0: thought
1: you were talking about it in the podcast. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's, the, the Stan Houston is, a, that's cool. is a,
1: Yeah, Stan yeah, Houston yeah, is yeah.
0: a is an equipment dealership. Um, that's here locally in my area. Um, they're up in, this where I did this at was up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and they've got a new store there. They um they're 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 a, they're a big outfit. I mean, they've got a they've got a lot of They've got a number of different stores around the, around the area here, uh, rapid city and, and, um, Oh, Sioux city and, and, uh, Aberdeen and I think Watertown. And they're opening up a place, I believe in Omaha. Um, anyway, they're, they, they're a contractor supply house. So they've got like everything contractor wise, but then they also have the woodworking uh, department and they, they're They sell, you know any anywhere from shop fox to altendorf mm. so they, wow. they've got like this big big, big wide range class. of yeah they sell a lot of different stuff and they they were nice enough um my friend bryce strasser who's my my rep who we've become really good friends over the years um he kind of stuck his neck out for me and and um it's their woodworking show that they have once a year in february and uh they, they had me up and and did seminars for Friday and Saturday. Uh, went up and did that, and it went really well. You know, folks really liked it. I did. Um, I, I basically I built a I built a table saw sled using the you know kind of the the simple system that I use to to make a table saw sled. Um, and then I I did the L fence. I showed the L fence in a couple of different variations. Um, kind of showed that one that I've kind of been working on trying nice. to um, come up with a, you know, uh, an L fence that, that, you know, well, it comes from Phil, it comes from you with the adjustments. Um, I stole it from That's right, right. Stole it from, yep. we all and steal and I from
2: invented each other. You guys are being nice and I took all the credit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i know right yeah you did (laughs) anyway so did did that and then and then did um oh talking about pattern work with uh with a router basically made a uh, made a table saw sled there's your cross cuts and those types of things made an l fence there's your pattern work for all of your straight work and then and then talked about um you know routing being able to to pin on templates either pin or double stick on templates, so you can always route downhill and you know curves are done on a router straight cuts are done on an l fence um so cool that was basically basically what i was what I was showing and 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 people really liked it um and from yeah uh, and then L-fence from that awesome. um you know I had that l fence there and i had i had a number of people that wanted to buy it <laughs> from me um <laughs> Which kind of caught me off guard and but I also had asked before I did the seminar of both days I you know the, the group that was there I asked who who has heard of an elephant who is who has seen this and man I didn't have anybody which was which was, was nuts crazy? um
1: I don't think it's just uh, well I think it's such it, a break it, 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 right. it's <laughs> yeah it flies under the radar you don't see sure. it around that much yeah so
0: anyway yeah. from that and kind of Kind of looking at that, I thought, you know what i'm I think I am gonna try to try to make um try to take this and make it into something like well yeah like, like, like something pack, that something that, pack that pack i can that L-fanks. I can make that um Ramon similar to what you're doing with the with the domino docks, you know it be a, it's a pretty simple thing, um but I think I'm gonna try to make that l fence that that adjusts up and down so you'll be able to go from. Zero right on top of the table, all the way up to to three inches mm-hmm. underneath the blade, so you get full capacity of the of the table saw and then have it so that you you cut the cut the thing so you can set it at so you know that if I'm at the four inch mark, that's where that's where I want to be. Um, that I'll be aligned with the outer edge of the table saw mm-hmm. and then I can and then you can do math away from that. So if you've got a ten um, shoulder that you want to cut that's say an inch and three quarter you can put the saw at five and three quarter and get your shoulders cut all the way around and um, i don't know that's one one of the things that i've been working on i think i've pretty much got it down now now it's just a matter of like figuring out packaging um uh, to to be able to and and right. price point mm-hmm. figure out what <clears throat> the thing will sell for um and just have something that just right out of the box here it is and now you can do your work. Um, have it come with a couple of those
1: match, those match dovetailed
0: fit. micro jig clamps, match fit. Yep, and um, so you get a pair of those with it. And I think it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think it'll be beneficial. It's a great to a lot great, of great, a lot of yeah, that's technique. That's
1: um, when I had to redesign my lounge chair to teach it. That's I totally redesigned it for L-Fence. Um You know, I show up with the templates, and it's they put that template down. And they do all four sides and the templates have location marks for other joinery. They mark it and then they take it off and go just fantastic technique. Mm.
2: Yeah. Really Very great. effective.
1: The the Ben, the ben Brunick,
2: Brunick. L fence. You need to make it, you need to make it a different <laughs> yeah, shape. Yeah. I I think it's <laughs> like, awesome. I, what could it be instead of an L? A different. Right. Like,
1: in <laughs> to throw a little something in there. Maybe to put a T, the T, or J, the J fence, the J, a, J T fence. fence How about T, an F. Yeah,
0: <laughs> J. Yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, F, you have F two, fence. Have two two different references
1: <laughs> with an F fence.
0: I think it's something that yeah. that you know will work good for folks. You need my address um, so you can <laughs> send me one. Yeah, I'll send you one. <laughs> I'll send you one. They do it. <laughs> but, but being able to adjust that thing up and down yeah. is a is really nice. So that you're not constantly yeah, you know, unclamping you the go. thing, reclamping the thing. Yeah. And works and
2: on Bismarck to... style or the clamp to the right. style. Clamping, and you can also anything. use it for routing. Yeah. I think it'll be it works a... really well. And router. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you kind of go down or understand that um, l you the l- realm. It, yeah, that then it boy, it opens up oh, yeah. a world of possibilities. They're, they're great to, for to curves
2: to on a bandsaw
0: yeah as Even, a different uh for like, trimming I, I do i use like a bird's beak at the bandsaw that's kind of the same same idea mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a it works really well and it also works really well for when you're looking for grain in a, yeah, straight, in a board straight line um oh yeah if you're trying to you're trying to get grain to follow to accent um design element that that little table that I made with the, the round table with the, the kind of tree trunk looking base thing. That's how I was able to, to get the grain to flow up that thing. Cause you're not, you're not, right. you're not a slave to that parallel line. You can, right, you can right, make right, a, you straight a straight line, straight line wherever line the heck you want
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you just rough it out and then pin a template onto it. And right. now you can create your straight lines miter fold that, boxes right off of that template works well too
2: yeah Hang, lots yeah, of yeah, applications angled, once you start those, uh, diving into the L
1: fence um, um, people keep asking about the freeway miter and I, I may do a video showing how how I do it but it's with the L fence all of it, it's with the L fence it just works amazing well and you're doing what so templates templates you're talking about for, doing templates for, for the Morley rocker, the lounge chair yeah, yeah. and, for, and that would that heavily chip. uses right. the L-Fence um, and so we need to time this right mm. <laughs> that's right <laughs> you get, you, you, you a get,
2: little plug.
1: get <laughs> a lot of applications yeah. though, Bob, Bob, uh, Bob Van Dyke did I think that's very several, cool that you're doing, doing that Final Rocket magazine on it. you go dig through the archives
0: yeah and that shows that shows like the like what you can do with right. with that um, with the L fence, it, it, that's a little bit more, uh, a little more right, simpler right. unit, and that works. I mean, works great. Um, just to, the adjustability of yeah. this to be able to raise and lower, and and just have it be a little bit. I don't know if it's more user. Oh yeah, so maybe trying to get freaking clamps on it.
1: Well, because you know than, the problem too is, and I've seen this where they have unless you have a sacrificial fence for your, uh, you know, your Bismarck fence that's taller. You end up getting limited yeah. on what clamps you can get on it, and it it wants to tip off because yeah. you're pushing it so close to the edge, and you don't want that to happen when you're working. <laughs> well, you can't without
0: without doing something like like what I'm what we've done um, right. is you you can't get like three inches because the fence isn't tall enough. So this this allows there'll be a couple of holes that'll be on the the L fence will go up and down. That'll give you from like right on top of the tabletop. So zero to two inches. And then there's another set of holes that you can raise it up and you'll be able to get from like one inch to three inches. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to get the full, you know, if you, if you've got an application where you need, you know, you're cutting two and a half inches full like use of your blade inches. Capacity. Yeah. You'll be able to use the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it'll be the same jig for everything. You just <clears throat> have a hole in the thing to hang it on the wall. And and it's just quick, easy, Put it on. Put the two clamps on. Set the fence at four inches or what have you on the on the fence, and and raise the blade up till it is just touches it, and
1: um, or just that below the bottom it, of it. Your and you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think if that need you on. Is there any way uncle. you can do it too? That <laughs> if you take it off, flip it around, and then have the L go back over the Bismar fence, that now you can use it just for the three quarter inch thickness, up and down for flush trim and edge banding.
2: That's pretty smart.
1: If, yeah. if I think it's Maybe. just that height Maybe of there's the something L, that can if,
2: it, if it was or why
0: can't, just right. If the L goes all the way down Well, you don't have, if you're standing
1: guess, up your, you know, a lot of times I, I'll, yeah, you're standing up vertically oh, like Oh, I see what you're saying. You, you're, you're okay. riding on a three quarter edge, and then you want a nice flat surface to go up against.
2: Yeah. So you but have like a. The tall fence. the offense,
1: you could probably just flip it basically. over, and face okay. it back the other way. Put oh, you won't be able to have the knobs because it have to be on the other side. Okay, forget it. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, nope. the knobs nope.
1: would. Nope. The knobs wouldn't work.
0: Figure it out. It could, have, it, it, it could have. It could have
1: inserts for that. <laughs> or it could have knobs coming back from the it other. Way. Oh shit. Yeah. Hey, can I get in on this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man. I'm <laughs> Just trying to. I've got it. I got. I got to I'm trying to get things figured
1: out. Dude, and I'm looking for all kinds no, of that's, that's ideas. Idea. Just, you know, I like this. Let's, make let's, it. let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be <laughs> a great little thing for you to to be able to have available and
2: the versatile versatile elephant
1: for sure, man.
0: Yeah, it just it's something that's a it's a simple design, and you know I'll try to make it so that the price point is right. So it's like yeah, you can make it, but. You know, Ramon, maybe similar to your uh, some people just want to yeah, get you it can go, make them. You know, but well, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I, you know, r- Same I, I got that Excel, and the next call I made, the next call I made was right. to Ramon, saying, "Hey, man, give, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: let me get a let me get a freaking doc from you because I'm not gonna."
1: Yeah, you've already I'm you've already got it figured out. Just I ain't wasting my time doing that, right? So, so, yeah.
0: Cool. <clears throat> well, super cool. All right. Well, I think we're about out of time looks like. Are we? Yeah. What, are you going? yeah. <laughs> you, oh, what do you got? Yeah. what do
1: you
2: got? Let's I, talk. No, What I, else you got? I'm kidding. Come on. You've got kinds of crap. You got you got stuff. I thought it was talking. About... Last Monday a buddy of mine that I'm working with with my ebook is trying to get it he's trying to get on the on the website um to sell the ebook as a you know a digital download. But he was having problems with the format um with the ePUB and so he said what we should do let's try putting it on amazon so with amazon there's something called kdp which is um kindle direct publishing or something like that and so of course they they take a cut but they can i mean that could be right. huge numbers if you have good <laughs> reviews so we submitted it to them and then i got an email um i think the next day so it must have been last tuesday saying something to the effect that you know I don't know if they're shutting their offices down, but they're like not working as much. So that kind of got put on hold. Yeah, man. I was really excited for that, but uh we'll just have to see where that goes. But um anyway, I was I um something else I've been working on is so I I went through the Austin School to learn SketchUp and uh took the Austin the beginner class, and the intermediate class. It was fantastic. I learned a lot. Yeah, that's right. And um really helped me with SketchUp, you know I've I'm an absolute, you know, kindergartner, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm learning, been making some plans for some different things. And one thing I started doing was working on them, the hammer K three Winter uh, zero clearance insert. So it's a piece that goes around the blade. Most sliding table saws are notorious for having horrible inserts around the blade stuff gets caught in there. It gets jammed in there. It slams it down in between the blade and the slider or in between the blade yep. and the cast iron table. And so I spent some time to make a prototype, and then I'm also drawing it in SketchUp. So
1: It's a, so, pain. It's a um, pain in the ass, right? I don't know right? exactly
2: where I'm at. It's, they don't make it easy.
1: They, no, I made one for they mine. They don't. And it, a I mean, there's a lot of
2: nooks yeah. and crannies and notches and chamfers <laughs> and bevels. And, but it came out, I mean, it's yeah. all engineered for a perfect fit. You know, whilst leaving as much beef to the insert as possible. So to the left of the blade, um, and I even got on the internet and I found some more people Man. were making them for this same saw, but they're not—they're not leaving any meat to the left of the blade. Very minimal, maybe like maybe they're not five millimeters or, or something. Something that's yeah. not not enough. So I made mine go under the sliding part, sliding table. So there's about 17 millimeters to the left of the blade. I used Baltic birch. I used epoxy with uh laminate on both sides so it's very very stiff very you know um you, you epoxy the laminate on it yeah i used epoxy to um yeah, to bond nice. the laminate the formica. so it's very rigid very strong and um yeah i'm super excited about it uh you know I, and i i used it the other day to slice up some domino dock parts and man it made a dramatic or a, a drastic Genius, dramatic <laughs> difference dramatic <Dramatical>. dramatic. <laughs> Because all those little parts you're shaving <laughs> off the end Pull of your piece to get a you know, to clean up the factory edge yep. and it, it goes right in there. So inevitably what you do is you cut off more than you need to cut off so that piece doesn't go in there. And man, with a, with a good zero clearance on a slider, it's I showed it to my brother. He has I don't remember what brand slider he has. And his has a oh, bunch man. of space just, around it as well. He's like, Yeah, I need to take the time to, to fix yeah. mine. You know, granted you won't be able right. to do angles with this uh, inserted in take place, it. but yeah, I you just take uh, it out, you just take it out and switch it out. Yeah, the, my, I'm looking at mine the, now. My mini right. max, so, I ended up right. making
1: made them, I just made a bunch. I just made it walnut. It was just you make like, it out of some walnut. I think it's about, <laughs> yeah, it's about three 8, eight made inch made of thick. So, but like you said, <laughs> it, it gets really thin, but you have to rabbit it and then you have to make all these notches, and it's just ridiculous. Um, where the sculpt oh, when the, they scroll it crazy. Uh, blade comes up. You got to have clearance underneath it.
2: Yeah, because it's oh, not just the no. width of the scoring yeah. blade. It has like mine has like it's a shoulder. Nuts, but it makes side, it so. does
1: make a huge difference but, that you don't have all that crap folding down in there and shooting back at you. And yeah, huge difference, well,
0: man. It was and you were t- just you were talking remote about how those things get in there and then they wedge and then they
2: kick the blade over and then it chews into
0: it. You'll,
2: I, you'll see uh, sliders big big saws and almost always if they're very old they have notches in the aluminum slider part from the from the piece of wood getting wedged in there and literally deflecting the blade right into the aluminum slider part so yeah yeah, it's dangerous as well so i'm gonna get some baltic birch five by five you know uh, five foot by five foot buy some five foot by 10 foot plastic laminate and um slice you know glue it and take it to a CNC guy and see if he can make it Knocked out. Yeah. I might uh, reach out to some of the Hammer K3 winners out there and um, hopefully they're universal enough where they fit. I mean, the tolerances are really close for that thing to fit. I mean, it took took some engineering to to make it work where I could take it in and out easy and all that jazz. But yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I I love doing stuff like that. It um, came out good and yeah, SketchUp, Sketchup was is big is, help. That's a great you tool. Bet. I love SketchUp.
1: Absolutely, it really <laughs> is. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad I'm the done. school could help you out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. The I see, they got some more classes do, do. So, so. Yeah. well, but yeah, but that's at least they can yeah. do that. Talking though. about the school, you know, if, uh, online I classes think it went out today, but they are doing a fundraiser. A very talented. I wish I had his name in front of me. A very talented graphic designer offered to do a t-shirt for the school and I believe if you go on uh, to the Austin School of Furniture, it's a you choose the price you want to pay for the t-shirt from $30 up or something like that um, and the proceeds is basically mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of people don't realize like when you can't teach it's not the instructors like okay I don't get paid because I don't teach but it's the staff that we have so like Amanda Russell and Alex Uh, they, I don't know how many hours they do 30 hours, maybe, maybe more, um, a week on tuning up machines and ordering stuff and doing, just keeping the shop going. But if there's no classes, we can't afford to pay them. So this is kind of set up with the idea, like, let's try Mm -hmm. to keep our lights running through this whole thing and, uh, pay depending on how well it does, but pay these, these people that help keep the school going something yeah something it won't be what they were used to but something yeah so so that's kind of cool that's true that's kind of happening james James walker Walker. that's
0: that's who did the shirt i
1: I mean i I don't know of him but i've seen some graphic work he's done he's very talented so pretty cool yeah it's Mm. just it's like a lot of things right now everybody's just trying to keep the lights
0: on and, and ride the, ride the storm out. Yeah, Shelter right. from the storm. So you, cool. Right on. All right. Well, I think that does wrap it up for us. So Ramon, you want to, you want to get us out?
2: Yeah, you bet guys. So Thank you all once again for tuning into another episode of woodworkers podcast. We absolutely appreciate it. And by the way, since <laughs> you're loving the show, <laughs> I mean, if you're loving the show, head over to iTunes and throw us a rating that will help us tremendously with our ranking. We would eternally be grateful. (laughs) And so on behalf of Ben Brunick on Instagram at Chalkstone Woodworking, Phil Morley, also on Instagram at Philip Morley Furniture. (laughs) I'm Ramon Valdez at Ramon Artful. (laughs) We will catch you again right here on the next episode of Woodworkers Podcast. Take take it easy. Thanks again, guys. Thanks see you next time. Great talking to you. Yep. Ciao.